Is Nedam Naf Lamed Zayin? Remember the two dots about five lines up from the bottom of Lamed Vav Beis. The Mishnah had said, "Melamdoi Midrash Halachas Vagadis Avaloi Lamdenu Mikra." Someone who is mudar enough from his friend, he cannot have any anah. The Mishnah went ahead and said, even so, he's allowed to teach him Mikra, not Mikra. Sorry, Loyim Denu Mikra. He's allowed to teach him Midrash Halachas Vagadis Avaloi Lamdenu Mikra, but he cannot teach him Mikra. So even though he's not allowed to have anah from him, he could still be taught by him. Halachos, agados, medrash halachos agados, but not mikra. So the Gemara mikra my time in the loyam denu. Why can't he teach him mikra? Mishum the Gemani le, because he's benefiting him. He's giving him anah by teaching him mikra by teaching him chumish. But medrash nami Gemani le. So what's the obvious question? What's the difference between if you teach him medrash and you teach him mikra? Mikra you're not allowed to because you're not allowed to give him anah. Okay, so to medrash kamahani le, you're giving him anah. Why are you allowed to teach him medrash? Amar Shmuel Shmuel said b'makom shnaitlin schar ala mikra ve'ainaitlin schar ala medrash. We're talking about a specific place where the minug is that. People get paid to teach Mikra, but they don't get paid to teach Medrash. And therefore, since people usually get paid to teach Mikra, you're not allowed to teach him Mikra because you're teaching him for free and he's saving money because you're teaching him because people usually get paid for this. But Medrash, you're allowed to teach him because no one gets paid for teaching Medrash anyway, so he's not saving any money and therefore you're not benefiting him. Says the Gemara, my Pascha, who said, why are you making such an akimta in the Mishnah? Who said the Mishnah is talking about such a specific case? Why can't the Mishnah just be talking about a general case and tell me the halacha that if you're, if the normal ways to take schar then yeah, if not, not now, but why why would the Mishnah be talking about such a specific case? Who said my Pasca? Says the Gemara, Hakmash Mulan, the Khidish is the Afidumakamashnaitan Skar. It's teaching you a Khidish, Allah, that even in a place that the minug is to get paid for teaching Torah, Allah Mikra, Sharila Mishko, Allah Mikra, Sharila Mishko, for teaching Mikra, for teaching Khumish, you're allowed to get paid, Allah Medrash, Loy Sharila Mishko, but a Medrash, you're not allowed to get paid for teaching Torah. Says the Gemara, Mashna Medrash Deloy, why are you not allowed to get paid for teaching Medrash? Because the Pasuk says that a Kadosh Baruch Hu, Mashir Abin is talking about that a Kadosh Baruch Hu taught him the Torah. The Oisi Tziva Shame Isai, the Lamed Eschem. A Kadosh Baruch Hu says, to Moshe says that Hakadosh Baruch Hu commanded me to teach you. Tiva Hashem, Oisi Tiva Hashem, Hashem commanded me. But at that time, the Lamed Aschem to teach you. B'ksev, and it says also Re'eli Mante Aschem. Moshe Rabbeinu is talking. I taught you guys. Chukum Mishpatim, Kasher Tivani Hashem. Like I, that I taught you guys. Chukum Chukum Mishpatim for free, just like Hakadosh Baruch Hu commanded me. So we learn from here. Ma Ani Bechinam, Afatim Nami Bechinam. One way of understanding this is that just like Hakadosh Baruch Hu taught it to Moshe for free, so too whenever you teach Torah, it has to be for free, and that's how we know that teaching. Medrash, you're not allowed to charge money for. It says the Gemara, Mikronami Bechinam. Okay, but why does that only apply to Medrash that you're not allowed to charge for? Why are you allowed to char- charge for Mikra for teaching Chumish? So there's two reasons. And there's Machlekes here. Rav Amar Schar Shimar, Rebechanan Amar Schar Pisuk Tamim. Rav says, you know why you're allowed to charge for Chumish? Because who usually learns Chumish? It's the kid. It's the it's the kids in Cheder. It's Ketanim, and therefore, besides for actually teaching Chumish, they're usually the ones learning Chumish. And besides for that, you're also paying for babysitting. Th- these kids would run around. And, you know, they would have nothing to do all day, doing bad things in the shuk, maybe, Rashi says. But the point is, that when you're paying the Rebbe to teach them mikra, the only reason that's allowed is because it's schar shimur. It's schar to, to babysit, literally, to babysit. So besides for the fact that you're teaching chumash, the only reason you're allowed to charge is because you're not charging for the chumash aspect of it. You're charging for the babysitting aspect of it, of watching these kids while you're teaching them chumash. Shmuel Amar Shmuel said, that was Rav, sorry, and Rabbi Eichanan says, Rabbi Eichanan argues and says, no, schar pisutamim, the... The money that you're allowed to pay for chumash is because you're teaching them trop. You're teaching them the trop and the negunim of the psukim, which is not dairaisa, and therefore there's no halacha that you're not allowed to take money for that. So machlek is rav and rav says 
the reason you're allowed to charge for teaching Chumash is because it's babysitting money. And the re- and Ramechanan says, no, the reason is because it's Har Pisuk Ta'amim. You're charging for teaching the Trup. Teaching the Trup is not the rest, and therefore you're allowed to charge money for it. Nan. We have a Mishnah, Leom Den Mikra. Our Mishnah said he should not teach him Mikra. Someone who's a Mudra, no, he's not allowed to have any Anna from him, and therefore he's not allowed to teach him Mikra. Mishnah, I understand Rabbi Yechanan. According to Rabbi Yechanan, who said the reason you're allowed to teach him, you're allowed to charge, meaning you're not allowed to teach him Mikra, is because. You usually you usually get paid for teaching mikra, and why are you allowed to charge money for teaching mikra? Rabbi Yechonon said it's har pisutam because you're allowed to charge money to teach the truck. But then I understand hainu delayam denu. That's why you're not allowed to teach this guy who your mudra. No, you're not allowed to teach him mikra because usually people take money for teaching mikra because it involves teaching truck, and he's saving money by going to you, and therefore you're benefiting him. But according to Rav, who says that the reason you're allowed to charge money to teach kids chomish is because of schar shimur. You're essentially paying for, you're, you're charging for babysitting. Gadol Barshimur. We're assuming that this guy in the Mishnah that is a Mudar Hana is a Gadol. He's not a Katan. Does a Gadol need babysitting? Does he need babysitting? No, not at all. So according to Rav, why is it us, sir? According to Rav, you would never charge this guy babysitting anyway. This is a normal Gadol. You're Mudar Hana for him. He doesn't know Chumash, so you're teaching him Chumash. But we said you're not allowed to teach him Chumash. But according to Rav, that the only reason you're allowed to charge for Chumash is because of babysitting. This guy doesn't need babysitting. And, then, and therefore, Mimela, you wouldn't be allowed to charge him Chumash. So it should be Mutter to teach him Chumash because he's not saving money off you by going to you. No one would be allowed to charge him for Chumash if the whole reason you're allowed to charge as a babysitting he doesn't need babysitting so basically, Kashan Rav says, no, we're, we're dealing with the Katan, and the Mudra I know was a Katan. How do you have that? So the guy could say, this guy, one of them could be Madir the Katan from Anah, that you can't have any Anah from me. Okay, then we're dealing with the case that if he if he's going to teach him Mikra, he's also getting that benefit that he doesn't have to pay for babysitting, and according to Rav, this works fine, and that's why he's not allowed to teach him Mikra, says the Gemara, but Katan, that's what it's talking about, it's talking about a Katan, if you're going to tell me that the mission is talking about a Katan, name a Seifa, does that work with the Seifa? Abu Malamed is Banav Mikra. We said that this guy is Mudra Anah from, he's not allowed to teach him Mikra, he's not, not allowed to teach him Chumash, but he could teach his sons Chumash. Katan Rabbanimu? Can a katan have sons? Obviously not. So how do you even read the Mishnah if we're talking about a katan? Says the Gemara, Kasur Mechzer Machakadani. Really, you have to add some words to the Mishnah. It's missing a few words, and really, it's meant to say this: Leilam Denu Mikra, Bikatan. He's not allowed to teach him Mikra if this Mudrana is a katan, and Im Hayogadol if the Mudrana was a gadol, then milam Then he is allowed to teach both him and his sons. He's allowed to teach him, as we just said, because him, he doesn't need babysitting, and therefore you can't charge him, and he's not saving any money, so you're allowed to teach him daira. And his sons, you're allowed to teach mikra, also the son of the guy who's mudra'ana, because you're not really doing it for the father, you're rather doing it for the kids, that's nothing to do with the father, it's indirect, and you're only doing it for the mitzvah, and therefore you're allowed to teach whether him, whether his sons, not a kashan rav. Says the Gemara Meisvei, I'll ask you it says that Tinaikas, the kids, are not allowed to learn something new on Shabbos. Eloshainin Berishan. Or as the Bach changes, Avul Shainim Berishan. But rather, what are they allowed to do on Shabbos? What are they allowed to learn? They're allowed to do Chazara. They could do Chazara Berishan for the first time on Shabbos. So they're not allowed to learn for the first time on Shabbos something new they never learned before, but they're allowed to do Chazar for the first time. I understand according to Rabbi Yechanan that said the reason you're allowed to charge for teaching Chomish is because you're charging for the trap. That's why I understand why you're not allowed to learn something new on Shabbos, these kids. Why? Because... 
if you teach Chumash on Shabbos and the Rebbe's working on Shabbos, that's kind of Schar Shabbos. It looks like Schar Shabbos where you're getting paid for doing something on Shabbos, which is Osir, and you're not allowed to do business on Shabbos. So, Pisuk Tamim, I understand. If you're teaching for the first time, you're teaching him the Trup. That usually you charge money for. But Chazara, I understand why you're allowed to do Chazara, because Chazara you don't really charge for usually. The Iker payment is for the first time. That's why I understand you're allowed to use the, learn it the second time. El Amar, but according to Rav, who said Schar Shimur... According to Rab, that said that the only reason you're allowed to charge for teaching Chumash is because you're essentially charging for the babysitting aspect of it. Why are you not allowed to dafka learn for the first time on Shabbos? But you're allowed to do Chazar on Shabbos. Whatever you're doing, if you're with the Rebbe, you're charging for the babysitting. Whether he's learning the first time or the second time, as long as he's with the Rebbe, the Rebbe is doing babysitting and he's charging for that on Shabbos, which is Schar Shabbos, so you're not allowed to do that. So why would this make a difference according to Rab? According to your reasoning, you really think that learning, that, that charging money for teaching the Pisuk Tamim, the Trup, the cantillations, the Nigunim of the words, you really think that that's usher to charge for on Shabbos? Havlahi, it's considered Havlah, Havlah is Shari, Havlah is Shari. What's Havlah? Havlah is the concept that you're allowed to charge for something on Shabbos. Someone is allowed to charge for doing something on Shabbos as long as it's Muvla, it's, it's Ki'ilu. In English, an English word would be absorbed. It's absorbed with the stuff he charges for for the rest of the week. So someone who works as a weekly worker. So basically, the schar that he earns for what he does on Shabbos is included. We're just going to look at it as if you paid double for Friday or whatever it was. You paid him for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then you add in the schar Shabbos to that. And it's not getting paid for Shabbos, but of law. It's absorbed within the rest of the week. And that's an item that it's going to be mutter for someone to get paid also for Shabbos. Because we're going to look at it in Allah that he's not really getting paid for Shabbos. He's getting paid double for, for uh, a different day of the week not actually shop. So it's not usher to teach Pisuk Tamim even for the first time. For the first time it is, meaning it's Allah, but we're going to have to find a different reason. It's not usher to teach Pisuk Tamim, to teach Trup on Shabbos, because we could just look at it as Avla, as we're, as we're about to see in the Gemara. Avla is completely mutter to do on Shabbos. So where do we see that? Tatani, we have a Bresa, someone who hires a worker, Lishmar Satinik, to guard the kids. What is this referring to? This is referring to the kids that used to do some of the Avaitas of the Paraduma. They had to be very careful not to become Tame, these little kids who were Kehanim. And there was a shimer to make sure that they did not become tummy. So he guarded these kids. They, there's a whole uh, mice about it. They used to grow up in a certain place. Keep an algae. Keep in either way, these kids used to guard them with tahara so they could do these avoidance, take the mayim from the river for the paraduma. Either way, Someone was watching them. So someone who hires the payal to watch the tinaik or Lishmar Sapar or to watch the Paradum itself or Lishmar Sazram or to watch the grains for the carbon Ain't nice and nice Char Shabbos. You're not allowed to pay him for Shabbos because that's Char Shabbos it's no, and it's usher to pay for something on Shabbos for someone to work on Shabbos. Lefichach, therefore, im avdu enechayev. If he lost these things he was supposed, supposed to watch, enechayev bacharis. And he's not chayev to, he's not chayev in nachrais. He's not chayev to pay back. Why? Because he's looked at it like a short if, he's, if he can't charge for Shabbos, he's looked at like a Shemachinim, he's watching for free, and Shemachinim is Potter B'Gnei Vaveda, and therefore if it gets lost, he's not going to be Chayef. But if he was a Schir Shabbos, which means he was hired for the full week, including Shabbos, or a Schir Chaydesh, or he was hired for the full month, or a Schir Shana for the full year, Schir Shabuah for the whole Yavol, nice and lie. Schar Shabbos. Then you could pay him for Shabbos. Why? Because it's Havla. We look at it, he's getting paid anyway for the rest of the week, so we're, we'll just include the Schar for Shabbos within the rest of the week. We look at it like Havla. So therefore, if he's a if he's a Schir Shabbos, meaning he's hired for the full week, then he is going to be Chayef in the Achrayas, because he's a Shemr Sachar even for Shabbos. So why don't we say here too, the Gemara is saying. What's the problem? The point is, 
We're trying to say that here too, the Rebbe is usually paid by the week or the month or the year, whatever it is. And therefore, there's no Schar Shabbos issue. So that, that wouldn't be the issue. The Rebbe is allowed to teach the Pisuk Ta'amim on Shabbos, the Trap on Shabbos. So what do I have to say? Really, I'll, tell you, I'll have to tell you a different reason. You want to know why the Allah is that you're not allowed to learn something for the first time. Children are not allowed to learn for the, something for the first time on Shabbos. Totally different reason. Because... Because if you, you're going to bother the father's mitzvah of Einik Shabbos if you start teaching the kids new, new things. If that happens, they're going to take too long. They're going to get all caught up with it. The father is going to be waiting for the kid at home. And you're going to be mevatel the mitzvah of Einik Shabbos of the father. And therefore, you don't learn something new as opposed to something chazara that doesn't take that long. You're not going to get that caught up. And therefore, it's not going to impact the father's mitzvah of Einik Shabbos. Says the Gemara. We might say another answer. On Shabbos, we usually eat and drink and we eat heavy foods we have a bigger alma, and we become very heavy the world becomes heavy on us meaning the guf when someone eats a lot and drinks a lot heavy foods he, his guf becomes heavier and it's, uh, and it's more of a tircha he doesn't feel as good when you change your, your food routine Shmuel said that, that's the beginning of of uh, stomach aches and stomach issues so the point is that it's a, we don't eat the normal way we do on Shabbos, we eat heavier, and therefore you're not in a place that you're in good menuchas and efforts to learn something new, and therefore that's why it's good to only do Hazara and learn lighter things on Shabbos. Continues the Gemara. says the reason that you're allowed to charge for teaching mikra for teaching chumash is because pisuktam you're getting paid for teaching the trap. My time alarm Why didn't you say like Rav that the reason is you're allowed to pay for babysitting? You're allowed to get paid for babysitting. So the Gemara answers because this refers to both. Boys and girls, but do girls need shimur? Do they need babysitting? They don't need babysitting. They're usually in the house anyway, and therefore the reason wouldn't apply to them. And that's why he said his reason. According to Rabu said the reason you're allowed to get paid for chumish on the reason you're not allowed to get the reason you're allowed to get paid for for chumish, and therefore the mudar Adal wouldn't be able to teach chumish is because of schar shimur is because you're getting paid for babysitting. My time Why didn't you say like a that the reason is you're getting paid for the trop, which is in the raisa, and therefore you're allowed to charge for it? Says the Gemara kisavar because Rav holds that teaching. Trop, that's actually the Raisa. The Trop, the Nigunim of the words, how to say the words in which Nigun, that's actually the Raisa according to Rav. And therefore, Vadli, you're not allowed to charge for that also. And that's why it doesn't say like Rechan and Amar Rika, Barav and Amar Rechanano, Amar Rav, send the name of Rav, and this is Rav Lishitase, that's why he says this. What does this Pasuk mean? We're about to break it down. That part of the Pasuk is a Mikra. That refers to Mikra. Mifurish refers to Targum, Unculus. Psukim. Sam is the psukim. That refers to the psukim, meaning where to stop. In the Torah, it doesn't, there's no periods. You don't know where to stop. So the Sam that refers to the psukim, how we know where to stop, where the psukim of Ravina Mimikra. What's Ravina Mimikra? They understood the Mikra. Is that piece of time? That's referring to trap. Then there are those that say that no, it's referring to the Kri and the Ksiv, like how to how to pronounce a Pasuk. But the point is, we see that Pisuk Tamim, according to Rab, is the Airaisa, it's learned out of a Pasuk, and therefore, Vada, you're also not allowed to charge for that. So that's why he doesn't say like Rabbi And that's why he says his reason that the reason you're allowed to charge for Mikra is because of Sarshima, you're paying for babysitting. Once we mention this, 
we're going to go into this a little bit. Amr basically remains like I said, Mikra Seifrim. Mikra Seifrim is how to pronounce the words. Also, certain words, Seifrim is words that were put into a Pasuk just to make the Pasuk nicer and flow better. The poetic, more poetic, more poetic words to make the Pasuk go smoother. Mikarian Vilaiksimen. Also, words that are read, but they're not written. You read them, although they're not written. Mikarian Vilaiksimen. Also, words that are written, but they're not read. All these things, they're all Halachamashimisina. Mikra Seifrim. How to pronounce words. What are examples of that? Eretz, Eretz. Meaning when it says Eretz, how do you know to pronounce it Eretz? Or how do you know to pronounce it Eretz? That's all part of Mikra Seifrim. Halacha Meshimusina to know how to pronounce the word. Shamayim Mitzrayim. Also Shamayim Mitzrayim. How do you know to pronounce it Shamayim Mitzrayim? Maybe it's Shamim or Mitzrim. So this is also Halacha Meshimusina that the correct pronunciation is Shamayim Mitzrayim. Itur Seifrim. What's an example of Itur Seifrim where words were just put in to make the Pasuk flow better but they're not really necessary? Achar Tavayru. So we're just going to list off a few Pesukim. The word achar in the word in, in the Pasuk, achar taber, you don't really need the achar. Same thing with achar telech, achar teosif, kid musarim, achar noignim, tidkoscha kahareel. In that Pasuk also, the kof is extra. It could have said tidkoscha harareel. Karen Vleksivon, what are examples of karyun Vleksivon? So that words that are read, but they're not actually written in the Pasuk. Pras de Belechtoi. So again, we'll read off the Pasukim. The word pras in the Pasuk of Belechtoi. Ish de Kasher Yishal Ish. The word ish in Kasher Yishal Ish. Bidav. Kasher Yishal Ish. Bidavar Lekim. Baim. The word baim de Nivnesa in the Pasuk of Nivnesa. La deflata. The word la inflata. All these words will continue. Es da God who God. The word es and da God who God. Eli da Goyrin. The word Eli in the Pasuk of Agoyrin. Eli da Seoyrin. Also Eli in the Pasuk of Seoyrin. Halein Karen Vleksivon. And all these examples we just said are examples of words that are read in the Pasuk. When you read the Pasuk, you add that word. It's Allah Hamashem Sinai, but they're not actually written in the Pasuk. And you want to know examples of words that are written but not read. You skip over the word like it's not there. The word no in the Pasuk Ve'islach. And in the Pasuk of Yislach, Zeis da Mitzvah, the word Zeis in the Pasuk of Amitzvah, Yidroich da Adoirich, the word Yidroich in the Pasuk of Adoirich, Chamesh te Pe'as Negev, Im Dechi Goyel, Halein Gazim Noikar. And all these examples were examples of words that are written, but they're not actually pronounced and said when you're reading the Pasuk.